everybody, welcome to episode 246 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film and more. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Mr. Bell Robinson. It's cold. It's cold in this room today. It is cold. I'm not a fan um, of it. I don't think my heater works. Um, so, just a quick update. We did not go see 65. <laughs> um, I, I, that was reason, not because of me. Nope. The main reason is because it was not playing in the good theater. And that was not because of me. You decided, you brought the decision to me that it was not happening because it was not in the theater that you wanted it to be in. So, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So you won, but by default. I mean, whatever. Yeah. You're right, buddy. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> are you How sad are you? about it? No. No. Yep. I don't know. I mean, I I don't want to be unfair, but I I don't feel like that movie's gonna knock our socks off. But I think you'll be oh. okay to wait. Yeah, I think so as well. I haven't uh, seen much about it online, so that's good. I haven't seen anything about it online, <laughs> and that's what concerns me. Yes. Because. Yeah. <laughs> People can't wait to ruin something, so uh, yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little uh, concerned. I, mm-hmm. I guess I would say. Um, so uh, we watched a couple things. We did, and uh, I, um, we have a play literally in a couple of hours. Yeah. Um. So it will to watch, and we're not like doing it. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> Um, and, uh, so, you know, we kind of have to keep it short because we do like down to the wire. We're going to have to jump off of here. Uh, I have to get dressed, dip my head in water, attempt to style this mop and then go out in public. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we watched, uh, two things we watched, uh, first one was a film on, which I thought was a show for some reason initially when I had marked it or whatever yeah queued it up um which was sharper on apple i i would have liked that to be a show i think that would have been i mean i think you could technically turn any movie into a show sure yeah i think that's any decent movie that's uh that's a pretty fair assumption to make that that any any film could really be turned into a show and if if there's enough depth to the story Mm -hmm. and um i think that this probably could have used that Anyhow, um, so this was uh, this was a uh, directed by Benjamin uh, Karen, uh, who I don't know. Karen. Oh, he did Andor. You should know that. Yeah. Sherlock. We've watched that. Yeah. Um, not. I'm. I haven't gotten into The Crown yet. Um, Brian Gatewood was the writer, and Alessandro Tanaka. Yeah. So um, I don't know any of these writers. I'm not going to lie and say that I do. Uh, and so, I mean, I was pulled in by the cast mostly. Um, so Julianne sure. Moore and Sebastian Stan, uh, Justice Smith, Brianna Middleton. Mm-hmm. Wasn't familiar with them. Uh, John Lithgow, obviously. Um, so the 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 movie that should have been a show was. <laughs> um, excuse me. <coughs> yeah. Your excuse. Thanks. Hopefully that didn't deafen anybody there. No. 
Um, also, we found out recently through our stats that um, most of you make it through 75% of our episodes, we which is supposed you. to be a good thing, I guess, right? Yeah. I, I was just like, oh, God. 87% of people make it past oh, 75. Oh, 87% make it past 75%. I mean, yeah. I guess that's pretty good, right? Yeah. We're boring you to an extent, but you're making it pretty far, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I Without, thought We don't really like – I never look at the stats ever. You know, I get emails saying like how many listens we have in a mm. month, which is – you know, growing and it's always good. Um, but I never dove into like where everyone's listening from and how, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then I just clicked on it one day, the other day. And I was like, oh, it's... I thought I would be annoying way sooner than that. But yeah. anyway, maybe you guys are sticking it through for him. Whatever works. I don't care. Um, <clears throat> so uh, so this, this film was obviously we're spoiling it. We're reviewing it. Hello. Um, the I think like... Overall, it was an entertaining movie. It seemed to go very fast. Yeah. I felt like it was over before it really started because they kind of like sat on the tension a bit. And then not that it was slow, but they just the the tension was kind of slow at first. Then everything started happening at the same time. And then before you knew it, the movie was over. And I was just like, oh, and I guess that's why maybe like I would have liked for it to have been a show to kind of get a little bit into a bit. I don't know, just just more depth. Yeah. And and uh, it would have put more weight to what was actually happening there. For me, the 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 biggest gripe that I had with it was that they weighed so heavily on suspicion that it completely ruined my ability to be surprised by yeah. anything. Yeah. <clears throat> so it was kind of like uh, a perfect example of there being too much of a good thing. You could absolutely yeah. have too much of a good thing, right? So the writers, I feel, sort of found this little this little suspicion niche, right, in the story, and they're like, "Here's what the here's going to be the the this is the twist," and then they made the whole movie a twist, so that yeah. there really wasn't a twist well, yeah, in the movie. You're just constantly suspicious of everything. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, it was just very heavy handed. Yeah. It was so heavy handed. Like, for instance, if in Usual Suspects, right, they had been, they had alluded to the fact that people were not who they said they were through the entire movie. Like, I get that the whole thing was that you didn't know who the person was, right? It could be anybody. But if they had alluded to the fact that it was solidified that this character pretended to be this one and this one, so that you'd be like, well, I don't trust anybody now, right? And that was the whole thing was that who was it? But you know, the way that the way the actors played the characters, you're like, well, it couldn't be Finster. It couldn't be that, you know, whatever. But, um, you know, that twist was that it wasn't, it was just a blanketed suspicion, but nothing was in detail. Whereas this, they give you so much detail into everybody's um, betrayal of one another that you were like, well, obviously nothing they say is (laughs) like, I can't take anything with a grain of salt here i mean yeah, you have to take yeah. everything with a grain of salt rather right. uh because you couldn't you couldn't really put your trust in in anything that was said yeah there there was no uh there was no so you, yeah and 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 that led to you not really being able to kind of um become invested in a character because you had no idea if this was anything well. You could invest it in a character, but you couldn't invest in their relationship with any other character. Yeah. Like you could say, "I like this character on their own," but you couldn't trust anything they said to somebody else. And that was what started to get kind of like, eh, 
I, I don't know. I mean, it was a very good concept that yeah. I just think they they leaned on so much that it you started to kind of get lost. I mean, I, I did like the concept, though. I like the way it started. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> you know, because I admit, like, once the thing with the money, when she brought up the money, yeah. I was like, like, it's a little sus. I was like, well... Yeah, it was, but I guess like for me, it kind of, it was more that, it wasn't that she mentioned the money and stuff, right? Like I was still like, okay, that could, but it was that she took it so easily because she didn't strike me as the kind of person that would do that. So I thought, well, she just accepted that really easily. And then you're like, oh God, this is. As soon as she brought up money, I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's. It was more, uh, and and then also it was I such have a to big say, amount. It wasn't like yeah, it was you know, twenty grand <laughs> or ten grand. Lot, I mean, maybe work your way up yeah. because I don't know. Uh, but I have to say, the thing that that sort of piqued my suspicion was not seeing the person at the door. Yeah. As soon as that happened, I thought, and then also the fact that he like waited so long to get up. You know, it's like you hear this uh, kerfuffle going yeah. on, and he kind of shows up at the end and it was very obvious you know they they staged it so that it seemed like she was trying to prevent him from coming into the apartment but i'm like somebody that sounds that angry would have been in there if they wanted to i didn't think that her hundred pound ass was going to hold anybody back so it seemed very like oh just very staged in that way that she was intentionally you know there was a, a back and forth there and so i was like well that was weird and that kind of peaked things and then once the money thing came up and she was so willing to take it i was like oh this is this is going to be a scam which was a good one Mm -hmm. it was a good scam um but yeah so then the the thing with julianne moore where we both were like why wouldn't you just stay with the guy like it didn't make any sense obviously when she did decide to stay it was like yeah clearly you're going to make way more money that way and so little things like that were very interesting, right? Because it seemed like she more or less did the job so that he would be okay. Yeah. Like, look, I'm actually going to leave and I'm going to stay with this guy. So here's your cut, you know, and and have at it and and have a good life, uh, kind of thing. That whole that whole thing, I I enjoyed the the long term revenge, you know. Yeah. And all of that, um, but I guess it just uh, I don't know. I guess it just went too fast. That was things. Yeah. So many things were happening so quickly that you didn't have time to go, oh, yeah. because then it was just like, oh, this bodyguard guy came in. And I'm like, why does this seem? Yeah. How had she never heard of this guy before? Yeah. I, I uh, it was just, uh, I don't know. I liked it. You know, the performances were good and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But yeah, it, once, once you introduce that, concept it's for me anyway it's like i can't trust anything i can't get invested in anything because it's all part of a big scam and 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 you know um i think it would have benefited from being a show but i think they would have had to ease up ease up on the everything is a scam thing you know having some actual moments and and then because if everything is like you said if too much of a good thing if everything is a scam then you don't have any moments to you know you make it a show and then you could see that oh these moments are real they're not a scam and then that that would then put in your head like i don't know if this is real or not you can't think that in the movie because everything isn't real mm-hmm. so there's never a moment for you to say oh this is you know even the so, moment with the cop i was like that's not a cop 
Yeah. You yeah. know, it just it started to become very obvious to a point where you started to predict the uh, the scams because there there really wasn't much creativity left that you were like you were just overthinking everything and you're like and then I mean look whatever floats your boat right I'm not here to judge and we're all these were all uh, uh, of of age more than more than of age Sebastian Stan's character was a grown man but I'm like I don't know I mean I I'd have to give a woman credit for being okay with the person she's sleeping with being able to play her son yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is my son who I'm sleeping with. Yeah. You know, it's just like, ugh. <laughs> Ick. Um, but I mean, she was, she was, she went for it, right? Which was the whole thing. I was like, yeah, you'd stay with that guy and get more money that way. That makes yeah. the most sense. Um, I also thought that what I thought that the most clever aspect of it was um, making the son look irresponsible. Yeah. To get the money. I thought that was very, very clever. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, so, you know, what? I'm completely forgetting how that came about now. I know when they were reading everything, I was like, oh, she did that. But then was that the girl? No, because Sebastian Wait. Stan was in. A, he was the one who got the girl. Yeah, he found the girl at the. Um... But what did she she had something to do with making him look irresponsible. He did something. Uh, remember well yeah she she showed up at the no 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 there was something that the son did that the father didn't leave the company to him for because he did something and it couldn't have been the whole beginning of the movie because oh, she didn't know the girl know. yeah i don't know I don't she know did something because i remember I, I i commented and i said oh that was smart because yeah, now the, the son they, looks... they had a strained relationship yeah but it was something specific that the son now looked flighty because of it yeah. um and i can't remember yeah i don't know uh, what it was but um, anyway i mean I, I felt like those those little setups were good but then like the the whole fiasco at the end with the shooting and stuff yeah. i was like this doesn't feel right yeah um, we questioned for a second on the plane whether her and Sebastian Stan were in on it together. Um, and then they weren't, you know, yeah. and then there, you know, I, my, my take from it was that he was kind of proud of the girl because uh, yeah, he'd sort of taught well. her, uh, he sort of taught her well and he was going to be okay still because he could still scam people. It's just what yeah. he does, you know, and he had a, a decent amount of money on him. Yeah. Um, I just didn't understand the first encounter when, you had this um this the this this character who was like a um on parole or whatever mm -hmm. she had these issues i don't know what it is that sebastian stan saw in her yeah that was weird that was like he you know he ran the scam on the person to be like oh yeah uh, i saw something in you it's like well, what did you see she just sat there and had a conversation well it was the con well part of I can understand part of that in that the conversation was that she was lying. So I think he was trying to gauge whether he could make her into a better liar because mm. she was very clearly lying to the parole officer, right, about being on drugs and where she had been having the job since she was working at Starbucks. She hadn't been there in months. You know, it was the, the way I think he was trying to sort of like feel that out. Like, could he work with this girl? And then the fact that she was vulnerable was what made her a perfect target because what choice did she have, right? She didn't have any choices. So he knew that. And that was, you know, that that was his in with her because she would need him. Um, the whole thing with the watch was pretty fun too, that he had so many of them mm -hmm. and that, you know, the, this, this 
parole officer didn't even know that it was fake. And mm. so like that was a whole good scam right there. Um, for a second, I was like, did they know? Like, I thought they knew each other already because, like you said, it seemed like so weird that they both happened yeah. to be in that spot. Um, that was the bar that he was at with Julianne Moore. So that is a place that he would frequent. So mm -hmm. it made sense that he was there. But my thing was that the way he was sitting there made it seem like he knew that was going to happen, which right. he couldn't have right. because she just kind of walked in. And that was the thing, Unless like meeting at a bar. Like, what when parole officers are meeting at a bar? Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't was... don't do drugs or anything. But let's meet. Yeah, at a bar. I mean, there might have been something that we missed in turn, like that. They, maybe they met there more often, and he had been watching her for a while. But could be, you know. But I didn't, I didn't catch that. This is where backstories and maybe a series would have helped because yeah. it, you could have built that suspicion a bit more. I think it, that that would have been better if we had a series where there were kind of backstories to this, and you, you, there was you understood the stakes, I guess. But um, I mean, I thought it was an entertaining film, nonetheless. It, it was good. It just, mm -hmm. um, it just, it got in its own way. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. it did get in its own way. Um, so that was that. But I would still watch it, especially if you have Apple. It's free for Pete's sake. Yep. You know, um, there is another movie that we actually just watched last night that we're not really going to review because there's not much to review. But I have to say, like, that oh, I, I got a lot. There were a lot of um, uh, I saw so many people talking uh, about this movie, The Sadness, um, that came out, I think, 2021 or something yeah. like that. Um and people, again, this is why I don't watch modern horror or recommendations for modern horror, because I really like it was very campy and entertaining in the sense of being campy. But the way that it was talked up was that it was like, oh, my God, it was a great horror movie. It's like it really wasn't. It was a campy kind of low budget. I mean, yeah. I think 90 percent of their budget was blood. And yeah. then like it was just like, OK, I mean, it was funny. Yeah. I'm hoping it was supposed to be funny because it was. Yeah. <laughs> like this is it could have possibly been a movie that wasn't meant to be funny. Um but yeah, I don't I, I don't get you guys sometimes. Like I don't understand. I've seen way better horror movies than that. Uh you know, what I mean like it had its moments and it was comedic, I guess. So I think the funniest part was that it was funded by like a cam girl business and, crypto and cryptocurrency that was yeah. probably like the more interesting part of it yeah um which explains like the gratuitous sex and yeah. the fact that the I virus had like... to do with sex and i was yeah, like oh yeah. this is like i get it all the pervs I, came I, out <laughs> i as a diehard evil dead fan mm -hmm. will always appreciate campy horror but yes. i just felt like this was trying too hard yes that film that's it, the sadness and uh, campy horror is good because it doesn't necessarily intend to be campy it has well, no that, choice but, but to but, be campy because oh it's a low budget so right. here's what we're working with but, but they seem to kind of roll with that yeah but I, I, don't, and I don't mind purposefully campy stuff either but this was just like let's see how crazy we can get and that that's not a very organic kind of thing and so for me it was just like uh yeah i mean there was funny parts obviously they you do outlandish things and you're gonna like you know yeah. trigger that response but it was just like hmm. yeah it like wasn't the worst thing i've ever seen but it was but it's just like i said the way people talked about it i thought it was like a very serious yeah uh horror movie um so it was just like huh okay whatever and, you know and then they make all the same the, the 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 obvious mistakes like oh let me go home and then not stay home like why yeah. would you ever do that yeah. <laughs> home would have been the best place to stay anyway we're not reviewing that one um so 
uh, over uh, maybe like a couple days ago, I noticed. So I guess this is a thing maybe that Prime is doing now, which is kind of weird. I like it if I have time for it, but it's kind of weird. So they're taking movies that have that are in the theater or that you would otherwise have to pay like a higher uh, rental rate for. Mm -hmm. um, and then they're going like, I, I don't know. I don't know what the, what the, the, um, what the goal was there for them or, or was it like, Oh, we're not seeing the numbers that we wanted to see in the theater. So let's make this free for four days and then we're going to pull it again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, so anyhow, we, we happened to catch women talking, which I had wanted to see, but I will admit I, I wasn't quite ready to pay $20 for. I was like, I'll wait and, and you know, see see when it when it comes down a bit, rent it for like five or six bucks. Um, and then all of a sudden I was going through Amazon and I was just like, what the hell is this? Like, it's it's free for the next four days. So we squeezed this in because I was like, well, why wouldn't I watch this yeah. for free if I can? I don't know what the goal is. I'll have to check on on it later on today to see what it goes back to. Yeah. Or does it now go to a lower? I would love to know what prompted that. I guess. Yeah. What the what the what the marketing goal there? Yeah. Is, uh, how you went from asking me for twenty dollars to giving it to me free, free. for four and then days? Now you're gonna ask for money again. <laughs> ask for money again? I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, so it's a writer director Sarah Pauly, um, and this was based on the book by Miriam Toes. Uh, Sarah Polly, uh, I can't say that I've seen much of her stuff. Um, she did that movie Go. I saw that years ago. Yeah, so yeah, I remember, I remember that. that. Well, she's um, an actor too. Yeah. Um, but I can't, I don't so, know anything know else that she's, I don't know anything else that she's, uh, that I could say she's connected to as a director that I would have known. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I always appreciate a, a writer director that's kind of, that's always that's always interesting, but to be fair, um, this is this is a, a, an adaptation from a story. Right. Did not read the book, so I don't yeah. know how much detail but was the in there. But the book is actually based on a real life thing. Right, I believe so. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, loosely, obviously, loosely but based. But it's a, it's it's, it's a, a Mennonite community in right. Bolivia in two thousand nine, and there was like, you know, these. Dudes were like drug. I don't know. I don't know if they did they this were in whole Bolivia? village thing. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't catch that. <laughs> I didn't know if they were doing oh this God. whole village thing. You know, because uh, you know they set that. You know the, the 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 lifestyle that they led was very. I mean, it's Mennonite, but it's, right. It's uh, it seems very like like this film answers the question of like, what if the village but a dramatic art piece? Uh, right. Yeah. You know. And so for those uh, that don't understand, Mennonites are kind of more. Um, modern Amish. Yeah. So the Amish are, are very, very antiquated in their day-to-day -day living, no electricity, blah, blah, blah. And then Mennonites kind of took it a little step further. They're like, all right, we can have a stove. <laughs> yeah. We can have this, we can have that, but none of this or that, you know, and they kind of yeah. cherry picked what they would be willing to accept a, yeah. as a, as a new norm, I guess. Um, but they, so, they eventually caught, you know, they've arrested all the, not all the guys, but most of them. Yeah. So, I mean, if you don't know about the issues that go on in, in a, a lot of Amish communities, or I would assume probably all of them from what I've heard at some point or another, 
you know, it's a it's a very uh, patriarchal society. I mean, obviously, that's not only just uh, uh, Amish. It's like well, most yes, communities in the but, world. But the problem <laughs> is that they are self governing. Yeah. So um, this is not a case where these women can just kind of run out and and make a claim. I mean, this has to be dealt with. Uh, it's very difficult for for outsiders to come in and sort of deal with that. Um, it, it, you know, the politics and stuff like that of it. And within the community, it's always, always leans towards the favor of the men. Um, and it's, you know, a woman's job to forgive being raped and to forgive her rapist, not just yeah. to accept it, but to forgive them. And if she can't forgive them, then she is outcast and this, this whole craziness. I had two issues with this. Um, it was very artistic. I can't say that I loved the muting of the cinematography. Yeah. I didn't quite love that. I think it would have been really poignant to have colors be bright because this was such a dank subject. Mm. And then to have like these moments of It was very handmaid's tale. Color. Yeah, but handmaid's tale is very poppy. It's it's Well, not at the beginning. No, but even in that it, it, it they they lack they may have lacked bright color aside from the red from their capes right but the color that they had was still saturated hmm. where this was very ashy like it had a yeah. very ashy look to it yeah, um, they, that the, I did. It's like almost like when you're you're like you can't make a decision whether you want it to be black and white or not, and so right. you go with. This well, that was a, a creative decision made by the director because she wanted it to feel antiquated. Oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But there's a stove. Right, <laughs> I can yeah. see all this. Like I know, I know a nice new tile. For yeah, I know we're not actually, yeah. uh, you know, uh, hanging out in the 1800s here or something. Like yeah. it, you know, I, I realize this is more modern time. So it just, I didn't love that, but I didn't have like a massive problem with it. No, yeah, and um, some of the it doesn't seem to be, it seemed to gain color in certain areas. You know, like when they're all in the barn talking that didn't have that same it seemed mainly like out exterior shots during the day that had that kind of color grading washout look yeah to it for me what was distracting was when they were in the barn it was a green screen um so that to me was i don't know if it was the volume of the green screen i think it was green screen because i thought i saw some issues with it so that to me was what if it wasn't Fool. Yeah. Then, yeah. Then you got me. But I, I would, <laughs> I would bet that it was green screen. How much would bet? A hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go find the director and ask. Yeah, I'm sure it's online somewhere. Uh, you could just look up behind the scenes of it. But, but to me, that was, I, it made sense, right? Because how are you gonna control that? Yeah. Day, you know, we're dealing, yeah. you know, we're prepping for a shoot now and we're like, you know, and I'm trying to like, and you have crazy think about all daylight this, coming you know, into you a have, darker what area. What if it's raining one day? Yes. And this, so I get the decision to do that because it makes shooting just a million times easier um, on the day and post it makes it. I didn't really tougher. catch that. So it didn't, it didn't bother no, me. No. I guess that's the, my, my issues. Like it's one of the things that being a, a tech nerd, uh, a post-production nerd it's like i catch on to those things even though i wish i didn't again but what if you're wrong and then you're sitting here hating on something that didn't even it's, happen i know like i've seen enough green you know it in your day. heart yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm willing to bet dollars to donuts that this was green screened and i'm sticking to it i'm yep. gonna die on that hill thank you very much tune in next week when i'm proven right or wrong <laughs> um so well that didn't bother me the the first thing that some bothered it, me. Some of it was good, especially towards the beginning. 
Um, but then I know you're talking about in the barn. Yeah, it, just right. in the barn, only in the barn. Um, but then towards I didn't even were, notice it, so I'd say it was some pretty shots. <laughs> I was like, that's totally green screen. It See, wasn't like distractingly so obviously because you didn't even catch it. But I was too busy looking at some them, stuff. I, I was guess. like, I was like, oh, I wonder if that's. Yeah, I don't know. I was paying more attention to them. I mean, I do look at the light, I do look the, at that stuff, but I, for some reason thing, I didn't. That's the thing that, you know, I'll get put my filmmaker hat on for a bit, but oh, that's the the tricky thing when you're dealing with windows and exteriors and interiors is the 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 light levels of what the light is outside versus what the light is inside, right? So there was some shots of in, in the barn, not of them talking, but other shots in the barn when there, there was like a scene where these two characters are looking out in the field as the kids are playing and that was practical um and i bet dollars to donuts it was practical <laughs> so you had this camera move but the whole inside of the barn was completely dark so you're 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 uh you are exposing it for the exterior of the barn so the inside of the barn is going to be completely dark so the thing that we struggle with as filmmakers is when you're dealing with windows or openings like that is how are you dealing with the light levels outside and inside? Hmm. And, you know, if the tricky thing is like for us, what we like to do is we like to ND our windows because mm -hmm. then that brings the light level of the outside down so it's not blown out. But if you bring it down too far, then it starts to look fake yeah. because outside is always going to be brighter than inside, mm -hmm. even if it's a little bit. So, um, you know, as we prep for our next shoot, and we're buying NDs for windows and we're thinking about lighting choices and that sort of thing. It's like you have to keep in mind the light value of the exteriors. Like you don't want it blown out, but you also don't want it too dark either because then that makes it look fake. Mm -hmm. Not fake, but it just makes it look weird because it's – anyway, um, rant over. <laughs> you feel better? Yeah. All right. Well, my major issue that I had, my first initial issue, was that – I have to admit that I was probably 50% invested in seeing this because on the poster, I saw the lovely Frances McDormand. Mm -hmm. And I went, oh, I would like to see this. I think this is going to be really good. And of course, it doesn't have anything to do with whether or not it's good. Uh, but I just don't like when we're faked out with actors yeah. that show up in something for, I mean, a total of two minutes, I think, screen time. Yeah. And it's like you're on a poster. So I'm assuming this is a heavy hitter. And it's no shade to the other actors who certainly did a good job. But it's like you know you're going to get people in by doing that. And it's a kind of a trickery that I don't appreciate. I would have much rather you had not included her in the poster and had her name. Again, someone would say, well, you probably wouldn't have watched it then, right? Because I saw the poster for this and mm -hmm. I saw all the actors. Because she wasn't the only actor that yeah. I was interested you know, we're in. Jesse but Buckley she fans, was, so we'll she was stuff a, with her. a good portion of why I wanted to see it. Because I thought this would be really interesting with her. And I, I'm not joking. I think she had about two minutes of screen yeah. time total yeah. through the entire film. She came in in the beginning. She fucking disappeared for 90% of the movie. She came back at the end for 20 seconds. And it was just How like... She's okay. probably on set for like three days. Yeah, which is I, I don't know. It's it's a little shady for me. Yeah. Look, that's uh, like, Rooney that's Mara. Like what, when you put scenes in a trailer, and yes, not in the film yes. Sort of Rooney yeah. Mara's uh, she's a good actor. Clara Foy's a good actor. Jesse Buckley, we obviously like, but the but she's top build. Yeah, she's top build in this, and she's not really in it. To be honest with you, Judith Ivy and. Uh, 
oh god uh, sheila mccarthy michelle mclead like they were in the movie far more mm-hmm. they were they were top billed it's so, so it's just kind of interesting yeah that, the character you know? i don't know the name but the character who is like the last to leave that gets the gun from the guy claire foy. that's claire foy yeah she was great she was like probably one of my favorite actors in this her and jesse buckley like. yeah Je- Je- i love jesse buckley's character and they had uh, a couple moments where she would like roll her eyes at something that was just, just, re- it was just things, really yeah. really funny and subtle um i wish there had been a little bit more of that i guess but then that goes into my second issue which i didn't know about the whole like bolivia thing uh, we realized uh, well, you know me i gotta read the well we were in one of the scenes right they're playing uh, Sweet Caroline or whatever the fuck. Well, they that don't song specify there. in the film where they are at all. No, I, well, that's well, why I didn't. there's a map, but I don't remember. I didn't. I it didn't know. look like a state I'd ever yeah, seen. So that's why I was like, I it don't know. It was just a generic map. I just what? assumed they were somewhere in the States, but whatever. Um, and so jokingly, we were like, yeah, are they English. are they seeing census? Yeah. And we're like, ha ha, how funny. And then it's like, oh no, I think that is actually what they're saying. 2010 census, because this is 20. 2009 yeah. so now they're doing the census for 2010 which makes sense because that's kind of how they would if they don't have mailboxes or you know yeah. then that that's how they would sort of keep tabs on how many people were staying on an in an area um so that was very unclear my issue i guess it's it's sort of a two-parter i have two and a half issues so the first issue is the the the, the fake out with francis the second for me was that i had no backstory like yeah. it, it, we were like I understand the concept. They they did like a quick sort of like recap right from the beginning yeah. of like here's what's going on. Right? Uh, women are getting drugged and sleep with horse tranquilizers and uh, they're getting raped and uh, here we go. We're moving into the story. Yeah. But I wanted to know like how did we get here? Yeah. How many of the were all of these women born into this community? Yeah. Did some of these women volunteer into the community? What is going on? There was so much time talking, about, like, having like, these philosophical conversa- conversations about life, but I wanted back more backstory onto mm-hmm. how they got on here so that I could understand the stakes. For instance, I didn't even think that men lived there. Yeah. Until the end when Jesse Buckley goes home and I'm like, wait a minute, her, ho- her husband is right there. How was she explaining that she's gone for hours on end? Are we supposed to be doing housework and shit? They're not questioning like where dinner and shit's coming from. You guys have been in this barn for four years. Yeah. I, I, like it just, that kind of thing threw me off. I honestly thought that they were a segregated community of women, which was why I was like, why are they, where would you leave to? You're already on oh, your really? own. I thought like s- that, that the older women were widowed or something like that and that they all kind of lived together. It didn't, for me at least, it didn't. They didn't make it clear that they were all living with men. Oh, I didn't have that. I I thought that it was more of a community of women because I'm like, how on earth? Listen, I have never spent a day as a Mennonite, but there's a lot of work that needs to be done. (laughs) So I'm like, that's what threw me off. I'm like, how are they doing this for this long? And what what excuse are they giving to their spouses for why nothing has been done around the house? Because they're all congregating here to figure out whether they're going to leave or fight or whatever. Mm-hmm. My other part of that issue, which was why I wanted a backstory, was that their manner of speaking made no sense to me. 
So the way they spoke was kind of like when people become Mormon late in life, right? And they bring that with them because they weren't born into it. it They had a very modern way of speaking. And for women that are completely uneducated, you're telling me that these women can't even read. They had some very extensive vocabularies sometimes. impressive. Yeah, that that you know what I mean. That I was just like, me too, because why are it they? wasn't so much the modern speak as it was the very poetic and like uh, advanced n- knowledge of 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 the uh, of the language. You for know? me, it was the way so, they spoke. They spoke like modern me, women, right? But for me, it was like yeah. But for me, it was more like I viewed that as part of the creative, right? Where it was like this is more an art piece than a film. Mm. A story, a, a narrative film. You know, this is a, a an art piece that represents what happened versus it being like a, a strictly narrative feature film. Um, and, and early on, I was like, oh, okay. And I once I switched my brain to that mode of thinking where it was just being like a piece of art versus it being a narrative film. Then I kind of I think I kind of enjoyed it more from that regards. Did it because... not feel like a stage play to you? Absolutely. Okay, I was like this. Absolutely, I could thought it be this a play. was. I thought. I mean, I knew it was a book, but I wondered if this had been made into a play because it could have very easily been. I mean, the 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 location changing could have definitely been pulled like off all on of stage. The, uh, at any time you're outside of that barn is usually not always obviously, but usually like a flashback or a memory mm. of some sort. Uh, most of the action, like 90% of the action takes place inside that barn. And so, yeah, it could easily be a play. And I would not be surprised if it was or will be. Yeah, I um, I don't know. I, it, it threw me off because I couldn't. I genuinely in the beginning before seeing whatever modern amenities they had, I thought this was taking place many, many years back. I thought we were maybe 40 or 50 years back from when they actually were. And then... Which isn't hard to do in a Mennonite or Amish community when you look at, you know, yeah. furnishings and things like that. Um, once we started getting into the I was like, oh, okay, this is this is a more modern time. But then that threw me because I thought, well, we didn't establish where these women came from. I didn't understand where they were getting their vocabulary from if they were not educated. The men I could give that excuse to, but not the women because it made it seem like they had absolutely no method of 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 educating themselves yet somehow they they knew how to do they knew how to yeah. they knew a lot of uh I, words that i would not otherwise assume somebody with little to no education would use on 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 a daily basis especially in such a heated moment right because mm-hmm. you're not thinking of being articulate and eloquent in a moment when you're speaking yeah. and you you're there's a lot of rage and and then they would have these small moments where they would throw in like a, 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 I don't, I'm, I am not intelligent enough to know what the word is for it. There's a way that like people in the Amish community speak. It's sort of like this old English type way of saying things. Transatlantic almost. No, not transatlantic. It's no. it's way older than that. And and so they would do that where you'd be like, oh wait, no, there it is. Okay, yeah. And then they'd go back to somebody would be like, well, perhaps we should confiscate our feelings. And it was like, what? Why yeah. would you say that? No, there's no way you would use that word. I'm going to say something that's probably sacrilege considering that this movie is about female empowerment. But for me, the best part of this movie was August. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it, it He blew 
everyone away. I don't know. Like He's to good, me, yeah. he his character stood out the most and his emotion was amazing. And it, it looked like Jesse Buckley's great. All these, all these like Claire Foy and 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 Rooney Merritt, like they're yeah, they're, they're all great. they're very good actors. It's not to say that they aren't, but he outshined them. I don't know how, but he managed to, especially in a very subtle way too, because yeah. his character wasn't like these women are are. He hardly are, had dialogue. Yeah, but these women are very angry and upset and this uh, situation that they're in is very intense and and their performances are matching that and they're all brilliant i mean i i could see any one of them getting nominated for something but yeah he he was right right up there with them i don't know if he was like my favorite i still feel like claire foy and claire foy Mm -hmm. and jesse buckley were my two favorite performances but um but yeah it was it was it, it, it didn't do well in the theaters but it, I really it just came out though, right? Yeah, but it didn't stay in the theaters for long. It only made like forty grand or something. But oh god, <laughs> that's why a... it was free on Prime, well, that, I guess. That's the thing is, so you you know, my a film like this is there's no there's no there's very little market ability for it. You know, it's an art. You've piece. got a limited audience yeah. that's going to go to that. But, it's going to be mostly women. But I I I really liked it. I thought it was it was once i you can't really go into it thinking of it as a typical movie mm-hmm. you have to really think about it as an art piece and and uh, I, I hate to keep using that that phrase because it is a film but it's 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 very it's very um, artistic in that way and it takes a lot of artistic liberties in the way it tells what's happening um and there is yeah and there is a lot of women talking you know there's a lot of there's very little you know a lot of the 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 plot is driven by these people sitting around and talking. It's like, I know you're supposed to show, don't tell sort of thing, but I feel like in this case, it's, it's the use of language. It's, it's the performances. It's, it's what they're, it's what they're uh, emoting while they're saying these words, all that sort of stuff helps kind of carve out this story. And so, I don't know. I felt like, um, something like this is just so tough to, I was watching it thinking about, you know, because our next film has a lot of scenes where we're talking and stuff. And I was watching it thinking about that. Like, mm. this is really well done in terms of, like, not feeling like... I mean, they have a barn, so they have a lot more space to work with. Mm-hmm. But it never felt like, here we are again in the same place. Mm-hmm. You know, it never yeah, felt still stagnant talking, or yeah. you know, sitting here talking. It never felt boring to me. Yeah, it, it was it was well written and it was well performed. I, well just, paced, felt, I yeah. just felt like... Um, August's character, I, I think just as an actor, he's he's a, a very strong face actor. Hmm. And so he didn't have to say much. That says a lot when you're able to give such a good performance with limited dialogue because he 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 acted with his emotions and, and with his face and with his body and he's a physical actor. Yeah. And that so that, much uh, of acting is reacting. Mm-hmm. And that's not acting again. <laughs> All right, Joey. Um yeah, so uh, also um I don't know. I've seen him before, Ben Winshaw, hmm. and I don't know. Oh, the Lobster. Huh. I know I've seen his face before. Um, so yeah, I um, I really enjoyed him. I have to. I I'm not. I'm not trying to be a mean girl here, but I'm just gonna say, I I don't understand Rooney Mara, in stuff. I. She always looks like a shocked Victorian child in everything she's in. Hmm. And like, speaking of someone, speaking of August's character, who's emoting so much, 
she gives me nothing like in everything I've seen her in. I, I, I kind of like so like her character was supposed to be like the more compassionate character. Yeah. But I really I don't know what it is about. She always has like this deer in the headlights kind <laughs> of like uh, emaciated poor child like orphan thing going on when I look at her like mm -hmm. so she always looks very fragile and so it, it uh I don't know yeah I don't know I didn't mind her I mean it I don't like... mind her it's just like I know I'm never gonna get an amazing performance out of her mm. like she's never gonna like kind of steal the show which she didn't Clara Foy and and Jesse Buckley definitely took the reins there uh with that and then also um the 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 older woman with the gla that had the dentures I yeah think that's sheila mccarthy yeah, she was really good she was really good as well and 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 you know the, between the three of those in terms of the women they kind of stole the show for me yeah um and then august you know just emoted so much that but i don't know like i, I i'm kind of waiting to see runa mary runa mary yeah right yeah. Yeah. Runa she Mara. Was the dragon tattoo, <laughs> Rooney Mara. Right? Yeah, she was in Social Network. Yeah. Um, I think she did that. What was that movie? The Ghosts or something. There's like a ghost on the cover. Oh, yeah. On the co I see the, co you know, that's how old I am that I still think of covers of VHS. Just or Ghost? Ghost Story ghost or something story. like that. Yeah. Um, she was in that. I didn't see that. Um, I didn't we, see saw, that anyway. we saw, I think we saw Una. Did we see that? Yes. Remember, remember with Ben Mendelsohn hmm. when he was her teacher or something like that, and she meets him in that com in that conference. Remember, the whole thing takes place in that building in that conference room where hmm. he they had had some kind of affair or something. I don't remember. Again, it was like it was like okay, you know, um, Carol. She was in Carol, and for me, she wasn't the strongest of the two. Uh, of of the two actors in that um that was uh Kate Blanchett which is uh it's hard to steal a scene from Kate Blanchett I guess yeah. you know but I just I kind of always feel like she's trying to keep up um and I'm waiting to just sort of see her let go and actually like give give her all in a performance I always mm -hmm. feel like she's holding back or like she just kind of doesn't seem well, to her like, character in this wasn't very but it's in everything yeah. like every character I've seen her play just sort of it always feels very reserved and like that like she's she's holding something back um but she and I only mentioned that because she had a very big part so I just felt like to to you know her her scene partners she said she seemed to Saying to drown you out a bit. Nothing. I, I lost her a lot because I she was being outshined by everybody who she shared a scene with. It seemed like. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I mean, I thought it was good. It, it's interesting to explain it the way you did that. You have to kind of look at it as an art piece because film wise, it's it, it does have a strange format to it. I guess yeah. that that might lose some people. But yeah, this is this is a very specific audience. I don't. You know, you're not getting bros that are gonna go yeah. watch this. Yeah. Uh, you know, your your tool wielding father is probably not yeah. going to be into this. It's just, they're like, what? Why are they letting these guys hit them? I mean, what's what's? I don't know. They could just. Leave. I don't understand what, yeah, why they're still there. If you don't like it, just leave. It's right? going to be a very. There's a limited audience, so I give them credit for making it because they had to know going yeah. in. Like, this is not going to break the you know the box office here yeah. with this. But it was a very important film, and it still yeah. had a really important message. So. so I'm glad that they made it. It's just That's unfortunate really, yeah. that they're that they couldn't really. Um, 
I guess, market that in a way that would be more um, financially successful or make up their mind. You know, that's probably this film was probably a loss. I don't know what the budget was for it, but I'm assuming it's going to be a loss. I heard it was nominated for stuff, but I don't know what. I could totally see that. It's a very artsy film, but it's it's going to be interesting that uh, if it does get nominated, that like not many people will have seen that. I guess. Um, Anywho. So, uh, no idea what's going on for next week. We'll probably, we're getting closer to um, our production. So, we're having to kind of tie up loose ends with a lot of stuff. Um, This one is sneaking up quickly on us. I feel like. Yeah, it'll be here before we know it. It's going to be here before we know it. And I don't know how prepared I am for this mentally. Best adapted screenplay and best picture. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think this came out at the very, very end of last year. Maybe, mm-hmm. and it wasn't, like, available in a lot of places, so. And it won a lot of other awards and nominated for, like, EDA awards and AFCC awards. Mm-hmm. I don't know what any Well, of it's artsy are. enough to believe that it would be nominated for things. Yeah. I just I just know that most people will probably be like, what movie is that? Um, yeah, so shout out. Shout out to MoGraph. To MoGraph. And to huge. all of you who are making it through 75% of our episodes, yeah, it is here. 60% longer than I thought you would hang on. So that's a, that's a plus. Yeah. That's a plus for us. And um, those of you that are cutting out early, I don't really, you can't hear me anyway because you've already cut out. You've so already left. I don't care about you. Oh, geez. He does. He doesn't. <laughs> of course I do. Of course I do. Um, every download, with every download, an angel gets its wings. That's beautifully said. Um, so we'll we'll be back next week with some kind of nonsense. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Talk it's a surprise. Our, talk about the play we saw. Yes, we're going to see a play talk in Talk about the green hour. screen debacle and women talking. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> no. See if we could prove you wrong. Yeah. All right. All right. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye.